I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. I am so excited that you are with us today. You are going to be inspired. My dear friend who is joining me is uh, an artist whose music has gone around the world. He is such an empowering inspiration that literally shifts atmospheres everywhere he goes. I'm going to let him share his story and his vision and what he's actually about. But I promise you, just fasten your seatbelts, particularly those of you that perhaps have got tired and just don't have that strength of faith right now to believe that the vision and the passion that you carry, the dream that's on your heart can actually come to pass. My friend is going to inspire you that it really can if you keep believing. So it is my joy and honor to welcome into the conversation with me today, Topher Jones. Welcome, Topher. Hello, everybody. It's so great to have you with us. Tova, I was when I was thinking about our conversation today, I was remembering back to when we met. <laughs> Do you remember when we met in LA through our yes, um, mutual Lindsay. dear friend, Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was, um, we spent time together and then the next day you were doing a gig at um, one of the iconic nightclubs <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood. Do you oh remember? You and Wes came clubbing with me. That was, yes. and Susan came. Yes. Oh, that was the best. And I and you put something, you put a photograph on Instagram saying my crew is something. Yeah. And I had messages coming in from my family and people all over the world saying, <laughs> are you in a nightclub in Hollywood? Uh, <laughs> what I are mean, you doing? It was the best. It was uh, it was such a fun night for many reasons. One, it was just always fun to play shows, especially after this year. It makes me appreciate shows even more. Yeah. Um, but having you there and Wes, just the fact that you guys made the effort to come out to shows you guys really believe in the people that you pour into and you want to see them, you know, step into the fullness of what God has for them. And so that was just super kind of you guys to come. And then it was awesome to hear what you were seeing spiritually going on in the place. Cause I, that's something I just want to keep learning about more and more is understanding not just people dancing and the music and the lights and all that, but what is God actually doing in the room when certain things are going on? Um, so there's, that's the serious side. The funny thing is my favorite story from that whole night was Susan was there and she was dancing on the dance floor and having a great time. And, uh, and she'd be like, what do you guys think of this guy? And they'd be like, Oh, is that your son? That's so cute. (laughs) And she's like, everyone thought I was your mom. It was the best. She was a, it's the only time she's uh, ever been in a nightclub in her life and she had a blast she i am it. so honored i mean if you guys don't know susan she is the most precious human being and your life is infinitely better because you know her yeah absolutely we've actually had susan on the show oh amazing family listing susan yes, right awesome. she's just amazing yeah but honestly tofa i mean that was when i realized the power and the anointing that's on your your music Mm. and on what you do because you came on of course we're all standing there praying in the nightclub and you came on and first of all it was so obvious that the love that you have for the people in those environments and the the power and the anointing the presence of god that's actually on your music your music's seriously cool and very relevant and Mm. very enjoyed and i think 
you were like at one stage you were signed by the biggest music record label in the world and you had something like I don't know 60 odd thousand you know 60 odd million downloads or wasn't it from Spotify you just your numbers and your following was just wild and now you've obviously you you can tell us in a minute but I know you've got your own management company now and your own record label and talk about what happens to a life hey where you just dedicate everything and flow with holy spirit you know it's all sort of flowing out of your relationship with Jesus but but yeah I took your music I mean I obviously enjoyed it and I enjoy meeting you and just love what your vision's about and who you are but I realized how serious the impact is when we were mm. there. We were standing in that nightclub and you, you started and the whole atmosphere shifted. It just changed. And your music was full of life. There was a purity on the sound. It was just full of energy and love. And I just thought, oh, my goodness me. Wow, this is powerful. And the fact that you can create content like that, that's really relevant, really enjoyed and goes out across the nations of the earth. I thought, oh, my goodness me, this is really unique. Mm. So would you share with us and with obviously the family listening all around the world? Um, what is it that's your vision? What do you see the Lord wants to do through your life and in the music industry right now? I, I think there's a few different lanes, but they all kind of converge in the same direction and and, and, and all fit together with, I think God just wants to see the industry look more kingdom than it does. I think that's the heart of it all at the end of the day, because, you know, music is such a powerful thing. People, um, it it crosses borders. It it can reach people around the world in ways that I don't think anything else can. And, and when you have an industry at its core that I love the industry, but there's a lot of things wrong with it that are super dishonoring to God and are not, anywhere close to when God envisioned the music industry, it, it was not what it looks like right now. And so I, I just want to see the music and start to get head back in that direction where it's closer to what God, when he dreamt of music and the industry and artists and festivals and shows and record labels and all this stuff, I want it all to get, start heading in a direction that's closer to what he dreamt of in his heart before the, the world even existed. And so Practically, that looks like I just started a record label. Uh, I've got uh, called Bring the Kingdom Records. Um, I've got Bring the Kingdom Publishing, which is a a joint venture that I have with Sony Publishing, who's the biggest publisher in the world. So that's pretty cool that that started this year. We've got the management company uh, where we manage some artists. And then uh, we're building some other things. We've got some fashion stuff as well. Um, And Liz, you know a little bit about the fashion world. But yep, uh, yeah, so we're, we're just trying to, you know, in, in, in music nowadays, everything kind of blends into one thing. It's no longer, well, I just write music and, you know, or record music or whatever. It's like, you've got to do so many different things because it's, uh, it's harder to generate income now from the actual streaming or sales of music than it ever has been before. And so because of that, you've got to think bigger than just, oh, I just released music and people used to make a great living doing that. It's incredibly hard to do that nowadays, just with how much you get paid per stream and all this stuff. And so, you know, my heart is what would it look like to raise up a generation of artists and people who can go and uh, be excellent? I I hate this idea that just because you're Christian, you're justified for putting out mediocre art. I just don't agree with that at all. I want people to be setting the, the standard. Of, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want, I think people, because they, 
they get to hang out with the Holy Spirit, we should be having the best ideas, the best sounding records, the best lyrics, the catchiest melodies, all this stuff. Um, I want to see a generation that gets raised up that leads the industry because they're excellent at their craft and because of what they carry in their heart and who they are as people. And, and to, and to set a new standard of what it looks like to operate in the music industry. And, and, you know, and over time when you have people that are artists and then they become maybe and this is, you know, I'm an artist as well. I go by King Arthur. You can look my stuff up on Spotify and everything. And and I'm going to keep doing that. But I'm also thinking 15 years down the road, I'm not sure I'm going to want to be touring anymore because I'll have mm-hmm. a family and kids. And so how else can I help shape the industry? Well, record label, mentoring artists, managing them, having the publishing mm-hmm. company with the creation and writing of songs. And so like, how do we raise up a generation where every single uh, corner and aspect of the industry can have people that carry the kingdom and, d- and are, are striving for, not striving, you know, <laughs> going after excellence yeah. uh, in whatever role they have so that the industry can just start to shift and the behavior patterns and what people are looking to promote and all this stuff, um, you know, looks a bit more like God's heart. Right. Oh my goodness. It's so powerful. I love what you said there, Topher, about the fact that we can, you know, we should be operating, setting the standard Mm -hmm. in this industry, in the music industry and in every industry sector that we're called to be in, that because we have Holy Spirit, you know, that we can operate in that level of supernatural creativity you know, that really, to really express God. I love that. Um, I told you, family, that he's inspirational. (laughs) You are are such a big thinker, Tofa. I mean, you just, and and you go after it and very practically as well. And I love the fact that you're, um, you're thinking of legacy, you know, and how you can empower the other musicians and artists to be able to become the best version of themselves as well. So can you share with us a little bit about what does it look like in your own partnership with Holy Spirit as an artist and a businessman as well? And somebody who's really sort of, I would say, you're like um, parenting, to use that language. You're empowering people in the industry, aren't you? Mm. You, know, you really are pouring out. And I, I love that. You care about it. You care about it. You care about the people in it and what they can do with their lives. And then the, whole, the, the tipping point that can be created together. You know, so what what does it look like for you? What can we go kind of inside your own relationship with yeah. Holy Spirit? What does that look like for you in your context? Yeah, I think you know, every day is a little bit different, you know, and so some days yeah. it's maybe doing more creative stuff, other days it's doing more business stuff. But at the heart of whatever I'm actually doing practically, uh, I just I make sure I spend a lot of time with Jesus, just praying about my heart towards the industry, towards people. Um, and then just saying, God, like, what, what do you want to see happen in this season? What do you want to see happen with this thing? And, and it's more or less just asking God what his thoughts are on certain things. You know, I think we as Christians, sometimes we get in these modes, we, we pray a lot because we want things or from our perspective, and we do a lot of talking. And I think it's important that we sit and do a lot of listening. It's not just a one-way conversation because at the end of the day, like, God's got a better aspect on everything than I do. So maybe I should be quiet and listen to what he has to say more than I am sharing my opinions with him. Um, and so I'll sit and I'll just pray. And, and the way that I hear God, it's, it's never, it's not never, it's very, very rarely just like a loud booming voice, but I will get these, I'll get this feeling in my gut or in my spirit, or I'll just have this intuition of, no, this is, 
this is something. And then I'll say, I'll take that and I'll think about it and I'll say, okay, what is this that you're trying to say? You know, is this for now? Is this for the future? Like, what does this look like? And then I'll pray about it and I'll keep pressing in. And I remember mm. at the beginning of, yeah, the beginning of, it was in March of last year. I had just uh, been dropped by Republic, you know, which was a whole interesting journey of learning so much, being signed to the biggest label in the world. And you think all the prophetic words you've been given, this is the thing it's right. going to be because you're at the biggest label in the world and all this stuff. And it was not at all. And, mm. and so, you know, a couple of weeks, you know, after having the conversation where that was the end of the deal, I just remember sitting on the couch and I was just praying and being like, okay, God, well, what do you have for me? Like, what, what is there? Like, what do you want me to go after? You know, what did I miss? What, what do I need to learn? How do I need to grow? Just, just kind of coming humble before him and saying, mm. I I'm open for whatever. And he goes, you need to start a record label. And it was just very quick, wow. very profound. Okay. That thought wasn't from me. And it's been a dream in my heart. But I always imagined I would start a record label when I'm much bigger as an artist. You know, most of the label, most people in dance, when they start a record label, they're a hugely successful artist and they use their profile and leverage to leverage a record label to then launch other artists and, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so, and not that my career has been bad, but I'm not by any means a global superstar. And so I was like, oh, okay, interesting timing, different than what I imagined. But he said, start a record label. And so I, basically from that day forward started every week, you know, believe acting like I had a record label. I would write down ideas. I would write down plans. I would listen to records. I would start to put, you know, kind of release schedules in, in place of, I know that I have these records. If this is, if these are the only songs we have, this is how I've released them. This is why. And then God started connecting with other and he started bringing about these connections with these other artists who no one had ever heard of and are insanely talented. And all of them love Jesus. It was this weird, like God, okay, now is the time to bring these people together. And so they would send music and I would start going through their music with them and helping them refine their songs and things like that. And then I basically would just put together after a certain amount of time, I put together, this is what the release schedule would be. And this is exactly why. And then you know, so I was just operating in my head of, I have a record label. It's not in the natural, but in my head, there is a record label and right. this is what it would look like. And then. Cause you believed in. Yeah. You just received it as fact. And and yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to go on a rabbit trail on this, but I think sometimes no, no, we get, really we get prophetic words and we, we hear from God and we think it's going to happen like this, yeah, you know, with no, no with, with collaboration. No, no collaboration or no contention, no having to actually press in yeah. and go after it. And, yeah. um, but that's you know, hugely so, important. Actually, that's hugely important. We have to step into don't we and move forward into the prophetic word, co- cooperating with him. That's really massive. And also the fact that you, it's obvious when you spoke then to for your trust, even when, so you were signed to the biggest record labor in the world, right? Which is everybody's dream. Everybody think that's, okay, I've arrived. Okay. I'm now super successful. That is what make, will make me successful. But you're, security i remember when you walk through that your security is in jesus mm. not in the record label i mean yeah that's a great privilege to steward but actually the lord had more for you so the fact that you went straight back to him in something that could have been crushing in your life mm. 
you know, for your confidence and career and whatever, but it didn't. It actually, you, your first question was, okay, what's your perspective here, Lord? Mm. What do you want? What do you have for me here? And so you went on to a completely different trajectory that you hadn't expected that came out of your relationship with him. That's hugely important. Yeah, and, and I think, um, I don't want it to sound harsh, but I think the body of Christ needs to get better at perseverance. Uh, and I just see it because I see, I see people in the music industry and other industries and, and that maybe don't know Jesus, but I see them know how to persevere. And so therefore what actually is on their life tends to happen. Uh, and then I see Christians who they get a word from God or whatever, and it doesn't happen in the time frame they want it to. So they give up. And I'm like, Christians, you know, long suffering is a fruit of the spirit, which is, I think, another right. term for perseverance. Right. And and so I think I, I find it interesting. There, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because there's been a lot of things going on in the world that I'm not going to go into it. But I've just been thinking about how are people, are Christians actually willing to partner and contend and fight for what God is saying? Or do they want him to be a genie who magically shows up and fixes all their problems and just makes it happen like this? which requires zero partnership from us, zero character development, um, zero investment on our end. And that's just something I've been seeing a lot lately. And I'm like, ah, this is interesting because I'm not sure we're going to be able to steward revival and reformation if we don't know how to persevere and deal with conflict yeah. and hard stuff. Um, yeah. And so I always, you know, at the end of the day, I have this insane belief that this is what God has called me to do. And <laughs> some people might think I'm crazy, you know, and that's okay. No. But I know at the end of the day, this after spending many, many hours with, with the Lord and having many, many conversations over decades, this is what's on my life. And so because of that, when things don't go my way or you hit bumps in the road or whatever, they don't scare me. It's more of, yeah, it can be frustrating and, and exhausting, whatever, but it's, oh, this is an opportunity to learn and to grow and develop my character because this is a key to what is actually in the future for me, for what God has to be able to, to steward those things. This is something I can learn here that's going to be great and unlock stuff down the road. And so yeah. I don't get, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to get better <laughs> at, at just like uh, processing and, you know, sitting in the emotions of it all and all that stuff and, and everything. But I just, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. This is an opportunity to learn and to grow. Yeah. Let's keep trucking. Let's keep going. Yeah. I think your attitude is so healthy, Topher. I always have. Your faith is inspirational, you know, because you, you do, you believe, mm. you believe you confident in who you are in Christ as the son of the kingdom, you know, who, who's very loved and very enjoyed and is here with a destiny and a purpose. You, you like to receive wise counsel. You like to surround yourself by people who mm. will speak into your life and you can journey with and can call you higher and you can go to counsel for. And um, which God's is, been super generous with the, the level of people that he's connected me with, you included <laughs> in that. It's like, all right, God, it was, there was, there was actually a season and just going off that with the counsel, there was actually a season where I would hear, I, I heard you first on Sean's podcast Sean Barnes, and, yeah. Yeah, and I sat there and I was we like, Sean. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Sean's amazing. He's a hero of mine. And I was like, I, this is insane what this lady is sharing. I was like, I have to meet her someday. And then 
you know, like two months later, we're becoming friends. And and like this, and it's happened. That, there was a season where that happened with happened with Sean. It happened with yeah. Eric Johnson. All these people where I would expect, yeah. wow, what that person is what carries, whatever. That's incredible. I would love to have a conversation with them and learn from them. And God's like, okay, cool. And <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'll take it. I'm I'm okay with this council. This is great. <laughs> you know. It's great that we need each other, don't we, to champion each other on into the fullness of the destiny of the reason why we're here and who we are in God, you know, so so we can influence the nations mm. and change culture, which is what you're doing. So will you share with us a little bit more about what you're doing now? What does the management look yeah. like, you know, the management company look like and the record label and how can people find you if they're in that industry? Yeah, so the label is called Bring the Kingdom. Everything's kind of under the bring the kingdom umbrella, the management company, the publishing company and the record label. And Amazing. the label is, <clears throat> is focused mostly on dance music right now. That's the world that I'm in. I DJ, I play shows. And so, um, yeah, dance music is the focus and mm. it's, I guess, regarded as house music, um, as what in the world of dance music, people would refer to it as house music. And so, yeah, the label launched, uh, oh, it'd be, what's today? It'd be about 10 months ago, almost to the week. Uh, which is pretty crazy. <clears throat> and today we hit Amazing. 3 million streams on Spotify alone, which is super cool. Come on. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Um, I don't know, I don't have the cumulative stats for Apple Music, but uh, it's it's been really cool to see just the growth and, and everything. It's been a very foundational year is what I would say. We haven't had any of the records that have really blown up yet, but the foundation is being laid for, okay, this is going to be really, really cool. Do you, as part of what you're doing, are you finding that you're mentoring others yet? That's exactly what I was going to talk about next is oh, oh, it's cool. the exact, that's exactly what we're doing. And wow. um, from, so yeah, it, it's, you know, you start a label and you're like, yeah, we're going to help artists, you know, pursue their dreams and release their music and help them grow and all this stuff. And I spend way more time with them and, their, and, and who they are as people than I actually do with their music. And that's been really cool to see how God's kind of made that happen where, you know, there's a kid in, who actually is from Reading who is 15 years old. I met him at a show, you know, two years ago. And um, he just came to one of my shows. I saw him. He was wearing this sweatshirt that I thought was super cool. Just, hey, man, super cool sweatshirt. Awesome. You're here. Like, How old are you? This whole thing. And then, you know, we keep in touch and he starts sending me music and, you know, and he's unbelievably talented. He's got so much. I don't think I've met a person that has that much favor on their life as he does. And wow. we, we talk about music a lot, but I actually talked to him way more about who he is as a person and his heart and his character and, and what it looks like to be a 15 year old pursuing Jesus and how, uh, how he can walk that out and to, you know, make sure that he is developing internally more than he is developing externally as an artist. Um, yeah. You know, and then there's other people who are, you know, closer to my age where they're just having almost like an existential crisis artistically. Of, what am I doing? Who am I as an artist? You know, oh, I'm not inspired. And it's like, okay, well, how, let's, let's just go in this and let's chat and let's talk about just life. Because I feel like a lot of time when people are stuck artistically, it's because internally there's other things that are unsettling to them. And if we can get those settled and healed, then, the art's going to flow yeah. out of that. And so we'll yeah. just go and talk about life. And and I love that. I love being able to yeah. pour into people because yeah. at the label, we've got a core belief that if we can make people's hearts come alive, like the music will be incredible. And then the success and the financial reward of that stuff will all follow. 
but it's all about, can we help them as a person come alive and step into the fullness of what God has for them? And if we do that, all the rest of the stuff is going to take care of itself. Oh, I love that, Topher. Okay, so the, I know lots of the family listening and now we're going to go, okay, how do you do, how do, you do that? <laughs> how do I get my heart alive again? <laughs> Can you yeah. give us some of your genius yeah. wisdom? And you, yeah. And it happens over time. It happens just through conversations. And when people are on my heart or they come to mind, send them a text. Hey, man, so proud of you. Love who you are. Love what you're going after. Um, yeah. You know, just calling someone, hey, it just felt like I wanted to just need to pray for you today. And, and the thing is, like, we're not a Christian record label. We don't make Christian music. We make house music for everyone and all this stuff. But we, as yeah. a core from how we run things, it's from that perspective of how can we pour in these people and, and, and have the kingdom be at the foundation of everything that we do. And, yeah. and, and so I think helping people come alive is like understanding what the kingdom looks like and valuing people before yeah. they can you know, value them more as people before business engagements yeah. and, and yeah. what can you do for me? It's like, what can we, how can we serve you? And out of that serving, the reward we're going to get is a better version of you, which is great for a record label and a business, because then we're going to have products that are even better to offer to the world. Um, yeah. And we don't serve them because we want the money. We serve them because that's what God's called us to do. And in the kingdom, when you, there are certain principles that when you follow them, <laughs> yeah, it works. You know, Life it works. works. Yeah. yeah. It's so important, isn't it? It's like if we can, you know, wherever we're at in life, if we can believe in each other, you know, find our tribe, find relationships, key relationships where you can really, and be that relationship with someone else, where you really speak words of life into people and let them know that they're seen and they're valued and they're, you know, that you you want to know about them. You believe in their creativity and their expression. And I think it's so key what you've just said, where we put relationship over task, where we choose to serve, even though we know in the kingdom of God, we, we're royalty, we are kings, mm. we, we are queens in the household of God. But actually when we, when we choose like Jesus did to wash the feet of the other and to just prefer them and see them and get God's heart for them, you know, and really pour into them that way. Like you said, just simply sending a text, just letting people know you're thinking about them, you're praying for them, you you value them. It's life-changing when we live like that with each other, isn't it? I just, I think I'm seeing, you know, all over the world at the moment, there's a different appetite for life, whether people are Christians mm. or not. People want a different quality of life. They want yeah. to be seen and heard and loved and not judged and not criticized and I think this is part of the awakening that's happening at the moment. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's so important, isn't it? It's just, it's critical. Okay, so, oh gosh, that time's just flown. <laughs> wow. Okay, so in finishing, Topa, can I ask you to, if you would just, if you've got any more wisdom to share, whatever is on your heart, just do share it. And just wrapping up by just as praying for the people who, for that perseverance to come, like you yeah. said, for that that grace to be on people where if they're tired, you know, there's a lot of pressure in the world worldwide right now. You know, for people, if they've got hope deferred, you know, heart sickness through hope yeah. deferred of just trying to birth a vision or, you know, maintain a dream and just uh, it's not happening for people just to just to pray into words of encouragement from you, really, you know, that because you are a, you are a testimony of hope. You are living proof that if you will persevere, if you will believe, your dreams can manifest. And yet it is a journey. 
but that journey is the reason why you're here. It's an amazing adventure. Yeah, um, I think just the perseverance stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about lately. I don't know why God's put it on my mm. heart a lot lately, just this idea of perseverance. Mm. And, and not that it has to be this like painful, miserable, awful perseverance, but just it's a perseverance out of faith and out of confidence of I actually partnering with what I believe God has for me. And, and, and it doesn't have to be this brutally sacrificial, like everything's awful and the world's against me. It can actually be a beautiful, enjoyable process. Like I don't think perseverance is evil. And I think some people view it as like, Oh, if it doesn't happen quickly, it's bad. It's like, ah, I don't think that I think perseverance is a beautiful way to grow and to be refined. And yeah, it's got its painful moments, but it's, it's going to, it's going to lead to a, a more sustainable uh, outcome than if everything happens instantly. And so yeah. enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, find amazing times and fun moments with God where there's laughter, there's excitement. And, and, but also there's times where you go and you just sit in his arms and you say, I don't know what the heck is going on and you're frustrated. And, and so uh, just with that, I think, yeah, think about what perseverance means to you and how you view it and maybe ask for God for a healthy view of perseverance, because I think we have a negative view of yeah. things happening over a long period of time being bad. Uh, but just in general, I, I just want to encourage people that uh, like God is just looking for people who want to say yes. I really believe that. I don't, I don't believe that I am some super genius, amazing, whatever, who, you know, oh, you had to be this unique, amazing person to start this label and do this and pursue music and all this stuff. It's like, no, I just show up and say yes to God a lot. And because of that, he opens up doors and opportunities that are amazing. And it's not because I'm, I do believe there are certain things on my life, but I have the choice to say yes to that or not. Uh, but I think I, I, like I'm leading this call on Saturdays where it's open to anyone in the music industry and it's for people that want to hear about Jesus or know Jesus. And we just pour into people and it's unbelievable what happens on the calls. I actually don't believe I, that, that God held this idea just for me and the people that were are stewarding, I'm stewarding it with. I think this was an idea he's had for decades, but no one wanted to say yes to it. And because of that, we had the opportunity to say yes to it. And so it's here for us. And so I just think there's so many things like that where God has had these things in his heart for a very long time. And he's just looking for people. Oh yes. You want to say yes to it? Let's go. And it's, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the most amazing character where it's, you've got to be flawless and all this stuff. But I think a willingness to, to pursue Jesus and to say yes is going to lead to incredible things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know, um, when I first was working, you know, with Sean Bowles and the guys down in Hollywood years and years ago, I had, um, they all gave me such a heart, as you know, you know, mm. for for the music industry, the performing arts, you know, um, the creative arts. And I had this massive encounter that went on for hours and hours and just straight straight after it, I was scheduled. It was when um, Sean was doing a podcast show years ago with another dear friend of ours, Sally. And uh, it was just great fun. So I was scheduled to go on the show and I I was just out of it. I managed to speak, but <laughs> it, was, it was one of those life-changing encounters where I saw something more of all of the expressions of creativity through the heart of God. And he showed me the invitation that he's giving right now 
to people and it, who who are willing to be creative and to to have expression, whether it's poetry or books or music or you know writing or movies or whatever it is. And um, I went up into heaven and I was without going through the whole encounter. Now I was in front of Jesus and what He poured into me and through me that I came in agreement with for all of the creative and the performing arts, every expression of creativity was a supernatural gift of faith mm -hmm. that would enable you as an artist to to co-create with him and that through what you would produce there would be an anointing on you that as people observed whatever you have created or listened to or looked at or read whatever you've created there would be a supernatural impartation that would enable encounter with god and so that it was like a supernatural renaissance that was going to be activated again through all creative expression and I kept thinking, I've not thought about that encounter for a long time. Mm. And when you were speaking, I thought, oh, my goodness, you you are one of the people that has that sound, mm. that has that on you. I'm this taking is, that. Let's go. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and I was thinking about it then. So we just come in agreement for everybody mm. that you raise up as well, Topher, you, everybody that you empower, not just through your own expression of music, which is awesome. And also for everybody watching, that there would be that impartation that would come on you, that supernatural mm. gift of faith to, to persevere, like Topher says, just to persevere, to believe again, to dare to believe again that your hearts would come alive again today even as we've been talking that what you are on planet earth to do to express to create wherever you are whether you're a business person whether you're whatever whatever it doesn't matter wherever you are at in life you are here to be a doorway between heaven and earth through which the expression of god can come in all different creative forms and so i just come in agreement with you that that would be the grace on your life your heart would come alive again right now you would believe again you'd be able to persevere and press on again with fresh energy and vitality and faith and grace to do that to be the full expression of who you are and why you're here so yeah so Tova, thank you amen amen amen, yes, amen. Thank you. And we received oh, I actually, more I actually didn't ourselves. even pray for anybody but you know you, you killed it right just, there so let's go for it we agree yeah. amen oh yes. no no one do 30 seconds please pray please pray Tova. Yeah. Uh, lord we are. just we thank you for liz and this podcast and just um, how you're reaching people and you're, you're just impacting people's hearts. And I just pray for everyone that's listening right now that, uh, that you understand how much God loves you and is for you. And he wants you to, he wants to partner with you and go on some amazing adventures. Um, you know, that can be such a fun, fun journey together. Uh, and he's just, he's looking for people to say yes. So uh, just be asking God what it is that, that he has for you because it's going to be good and it's going to be beautiful. And, and know that you're loved and know that um, yeah, I pray for all the creatives out there that you realize how amazing you are, that you get to create and co-create with God and, and to bring things into the earth that, that didn't exist before. Um, understand how beautiful that is and sacred that is and know that in this season of, of life that the world's in right now, your creativity matters and, and can help shape and lead culture in ways, uh, ways forward that, um, that are so needed. So we just pray for divine inspiration and creativity and ideas and, and perseverance and, and all that stuff. Um, so you can step into what God has for you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We agree. We agree. The world needs who you are guys. It really, 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 it's the truth. So Topher, thank you for giving us your precious time. Yep. We love you. You're amazing. And we love Jack's too. You're beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
She's amazing. She's amazing too. Okay. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us today, family. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. Have an amazing week. God bless.